Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Just take a deep breath for a second. You can let it out too. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and come and teach us. Come and teach me. I'm listening. You have my full attention. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. With everything that we have to be thankful for. For your son. For your breath of life in our lungs. For your salvation. For our spirit. For your restoring of our minds. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for restoring our families. Thank you for restoring our streets. Thank you, Spirit of God, for restoring our city. Thank you for restoring our world. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Grab your seats. Grab your seats. It's almost too good to leave, isn't it? <laughs> My son just texts me a message. That's funny. <laughs> it's okay. You don't know at all what I'm talking about, and that's the way it's going to stay. <laughs> good morning. How are you? Good. I feel like I've already had a meal. Not just a cup of tea, not just a latte, the milk. I feel like I've had a meal. But we're going we're gonna to chew a little bit more. Is that okay? Did you bring your teeth this morning? They're chewing on God's Word. We're going to read. I'm not going to do that. We're going to read from Exodus. 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 Pastor Stephen spoke on Exodus uh, two weeks ago. Exodus 17, he spoke about um, grumbling and complaining. Was, was that what it was? <laughs> Obviously, that's what I took out of it. No, it's actually, it was about choosing. It was about choosing. He spoke again today on that, about choosing life. Choosing. We choose. We choose what we let out of our mouth. We choose what we, de- what we agree with with our mouth. We choose what thoughts are going to stay in our mind. We choose how we're going to live our life. We choose whether we are going to follow God's instruction. We we choose whether we're going to follow His discipline. We choose whether we're going to follow the right path. Although it may seem difficult, 
we're going to ch- we choose whether we follow that path or an easier path. Pastor Kylie spoke last week on, on I love it, on the ecclesia and, and, and the church and, and the warship that she painted, the picture. We choose to be a warship full of worship, but a warship, an effective weapon in the hands of God. Mm. This has just been such great messages coming out lately. I, I feel like I have a burden to match it and, and I... I'm going to give it a, my best shot. There comes the American accent again. That's okay. Um, but I want to start off with Pastor Kylie said something really profound on Tuesday night at the Word Night. And it has just been banging around in my head and smacking me in the face. She said when she, and this is not just Pastor Kylie because this is your words of God. This is the Holy Spirit speaking to me, and it's going to speak to you. So when she finds herself anxious and concerned and worried or her mind is filled with a million things, she makes a statement, said, I'm not going to be self-conscious. I'm going to be God-conscious. I make a specific declaration over my mind. I'm not going to be conscious of what is going on here and here. I'm going to be God conscious. And I, I love, I'm just so, con- maybe I'm being anxious, I need to be God conscious. Mm. So I love that statement. I love it. I love it. And I've, I've subscribed to it this week. And I have seen its work in my life this week. My family might say, when did that happen, Dad? Because I remember you just railing against humanity for a while there. Yeah, it doesn't mean I don't make mistakes, <laughs> which is clear to all. Um, but I am making a conscious effort internally to be God conscious. God, what are you saying right now? What are you? What am I missing? Because I'm listening. So let's. I'm inviting you to do that this morning. So Exodus 18 is sandwiched really nicely. Um, in between the story of, of the exodus of the children of Israel out of Egypt, the miraculous signs and wonders that, that, was, that God showed his children through Moses and the, the staff and the, and the fire and the hailstones and the frogs and the blood, all the signs, crazy stuff happened and they get out of Egypt, go through a river, a sea on dry ground, the water is mounted up on each side and they walk through. Their enemies are pursuing them, thinking they've got a clear run to, they can get to these guys if they can hurry. God just closes the water over them and, and destroys the armies of, Is, of, of no, Israel, of Egypt. He is the army of Israel at that stage. They had no army. They were just running. Then they worship God. They, they, um, there's a song of, of praise to God and how good God is. And then, and then they start their grumbling because they need water and there is no water. It actually says there's no water and they're thirsty. So I don't know about you, but like when I was reading that scripture you were bringing out last, two weeks ago, uh, that they were actually thirsty. They were thirsty. Like, what are we, what's going on, God? And, but they grumbled. They grumbled and they complained. Where is God? Where is this God of ours? They took that to the wrong place. So then, I don't know if you read on a little bit to chapter 17, but there's also, that's also, so God gives them water to drink out of the rock. 
<laughs> Take the staff, Moses. Take the elders with you. Walk through the people and whack the stone, whack the rock, and water's going to come out of it. Then, in that same place, Amalek and his people show up and fight against the children of Israel. And Moses goes up and says, uh, Joshua, pick some guys to fight. I'm going to go up on the mountain and I'm going to bring the staff with me because that worked last time. I'm going to bring the staff with me up there. And so he's, he's, he's up there. So I'm going to give you some preface to this story, all right? And also some, what's the other end of it? Of the book, preface, and then, doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, anyway, on the mountain, it's got the stick, right? And as he, and it says, so it. Okay, I'm jumping ahead here, but like so it, um, so it worked out, like so it appeared, and and they figured it out. It's almost like they figured it out because I always thought in this thing, God said to raise your hands and you'll win. He does. God doesn't say anything to Moses. Well, not that we know about anyway. So so it appeared that when he raised his hands, they won. When his hands dropped down, they lost. Win, lose. Win, lose. Win. Hey, something's happening here. Stop putting your hands down, Moses. <laughs> hands up, win. Hands down, lose. Um, so they get him a, a rock and a nice chair to sit on, and, and two of his mates hold his hand up so they can win. And it went all the way through the day. At the end of the day, they, they defeated Amalek. And, and God says something really profound to Moses. says, write down on a scroll these words and make sure that Joshua reads them. And it's the, the words are that Amalek's going to be destroyed, defeated. Um, but, but then Moses builds an altar. Actually, he then names the place. I think he builds an altar. Forgive me if I get that wrong. Uh, names the place uh, Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah my banner. Uh, and Nissi comes from the word of standard. Like Jehovah, God, my standard. I will always raise... Raise my hands, raise my vision to the standard. Thank you, Ezra. I've got an agreement here with me. So this is all before leading up to this uh, Exodus 18. And then after that, they, they, meet, uh, they get to Mount Sinai, which I actually did some research. They don't even know where this mountain is. They're not sure. Well, don't know. It's obviously, some people think it's this mountain, other people think that mountain. No, it's right there. It's that part there. No, it's that rocky cliff there. No, it's... So there was some contention as I was reading it and I got stuck down a rabbit hole of trying to follow the, forget it. Um, apparently they don't know where it is, but that's not important. God was the important part because I, I think it's God, the meeting with God was the important part, not the mountain. We've got to worship the mountain. That's a crazy idea. But God was leading his people to this place. He was leading his people to this event, to this place moment to a to a place let my people go that they would come into the wilderness and worship me this was the worshiping in the wilderness this was the place where God is building there but who knows when, when you go into a place you got to journey there and you got to travel there so there was some working out that they had to do and it's not always about the destination it's often about the journey and God's working through them working out of them through that journey, you know, the complaining, the grumbling, that that would have been a hard lesson for them to learn, but they had to learn that. Had to, you know, when you're in a tough position, the character comes out, the character that's hidden, the character that, you know, that those parts of you that you, you like, you can, you can keep it okay. You can keep it on the down low when everything's okay, but when things get tough, like my family found out about this week, um, when things are rough, the character comes out. 
And that's the character that we need to deal with, right? It's not just convincing ourselves that everything's okay. And our, I know there's a, there's a declaration in that, but there's also a dealing with character. There's, yeah, we have to deal with this stuff. Or am I wrong? I just, just, let's just push, keep pushing it down. If, and if it comes up, push it down even more. No. Deal with it. Deal with it. On the way is when our character gets exposed, and that's when we work on it. That's where we get prepared for our destination as well. So, I'm seeing, I'm seeing everything that's been spoken lately, and, and Pastor Kylie mentioned this as well last week. She said, I believe we are stepping into an era I love that statement, era, where we know, where we will know our authority and know what we are called to. We are moving into an era and, and we're, we're having our eyes open to something that God has already done and is already preparing the way for us to move into this place. So I'm talking about Exodus 18, but I'm also talking about us. And it's not just, well, it's us personally. And it's not just our church. This is, you know, I'm, I'm listening to podcasts from different churches around places. This is where he's leading his church. God, God is building to something. It, it, it's Pastor Steve agrees with me. Carol, does, is anyone else agreeing with me? Are, are you feeling something? Again, not emotions, but I am, I am picking up something that God is moving us towards. And I'm excited, but I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. So God has a specific purposeful time, event, season, era that we are all going to see soon. We, he's already building it, but we're going to see it. Thanks for my sip up. So something has begun. We're going to catch up with it. So let's, let's choose to soak up everything God has to show us right now. That God conscious. So as, as I'm reading it, I know I've done a big lead up to this. Probably chewing up all of my time. I do have time. Yeah, excellent. Chewing up all of my time, but, but it's important. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's soak up everything God has to show us, not just right now, but also with this mindset leading into this week. Let's do it. Let's, what about, picture you're at, you're at um, Disney World. Like maybe Universal Studios. Is that better? Okay. You've been waiting on a ride for three hours. It's the ride. It's the place. You're at the front there. You're getting into the seat. You're there. Are you not going to want to soak up every single second of that ride because you've had to work hard to get there? You know, let's soak it up. Okay. You're getting what I'm saying. Okay. Let's go. I'm not gonna, maybe I shouldn't make it just a three-second ride. Splash of water on your face. Get off. Next, people. Um, okay. So, so let's go with, with AD. I'm going to – let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. Ah. <sighs> Where will I start? Where will I start? 18, 18. No, no, we're not going to start at the beginning. Um, we're going to jump into verse... Did I say the message, Jesse? Yep, okay, good, excellent. Okay, so um, verse 13. So the next day, Moses took his place to judge the people. So Moses' position um, was leader of the people. Um and when they had issues, they came to him. Just this one guy. And the people were standing before him all day long. I'm just picturing this, right? Has anyone been in leadership where you just feel you have to do everything yourself? Okay. <laughs> just me. 
well, this is for me then. I tell you what, let's keep going. Uh, so the people were standing before him all day long, just looking at him like, what are you? From morning to night, I went, so this is, Jethro has shown up also, by the way. I should have let you know this. Jethro, his father-in-law, had shown up with his wife and his kids. Great reunion. Talked about the goodness of God, what he's been doing. Um, he'd, he'd led all the children out. He recapped Jethro on everything that God had been doing, just like I did with you just then. Um, but he watched Moses doing this. So when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, for the people, for the people, he was... So I read into this that he was, he was doing his best. He was, he, he, he was the man, right, in the moment. I don't know how this developed. Was this something that was just declared over him and he had, felt he, he had to do it? Or, or he sort of just, he was that lead, I have to do this. I've got to do this myself. Everyone's coming to me because I hear the words of God, right? He's been hearing from God all this time. I've got to keep hearing from God and, and giving you these people. What's going on here? Why are you doing all this? And all by yourself? You're letting everyone line up before you from morning to night? <laughs> I wonder if this is right at the end of the day. And Moses is just like, oh, what? now now, now I get the complaining again. Um, so Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me with questions about God. And when something comes up, they come to me. I judge between the man and his neighbor and I teach them the laws and instructions. This is a good thing. This is a good, a good thing. It's something they couldn't work out themselves, so they went to someone who could help them with it. Unfortunately, it was only one, one guy at this stage. <laughs> but God is preparing his people. God is preparing his people through this. So Moses' father-in-law said, there is no way, this is no way to go about it, right? You'll burn out. And the people along with you will burn out as well. This is way too much for you. You can't do this alone. Now listen to me. And let me tell you how to do this so that God will be with you in this. Some translations say, listen to me and then listen to God and do it if he says to do it. Hmm. So if, there's a, if there is like, yeah, I hear you. Be there for the people before God. Let the matters of concern be present to God. Your job is to teach them the rules and instructions to show them how to live, what to do. And then you need to keep a keen eye out for competent men, men who fear God men of integrity, men who are incorruptible and appoint them as leaders over, organized, over groups organized by thousands, by hundreds, by fifties and by tens. That will be responsible for the everyday work by judging the people. They will bring the hard cases before you. But in the routine cases, they'll be the judges. They will take the weight. They will share the load and they will make it easy for you. If you handle the work this way, if your choice You'll have the strength to carry out whatever God commands of you and the people in their settings will flourish also. So Moses said, get away from you, you old crazy man. You're my father and I don't want to listen to you. And I've had a, I've had a gut full of the whole day. And now you can forget it. No, Moses listened to the counsel of his father-in-law and did everything he said. Moses picked competent men from all of Israel and set them as leaders, as he said, organized, hundreds, thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. And they took over the work of judging among the people. They brought the hard cases to Moses and the routine cases. They were the judges. Then Moses said, goodbye, father-in-law. And he went home to his own country. I'm loving this... Mm. 
This is no way to go about it. This is too big for you and you'll burn out and the people with you. Who, who resonates with that saying in your life? You may not be a leader. You may not be over ch- in charge of people. You may just be in, ch- in charge of your life and you're getting burnt out. This is too much for me. I need some help. <laughs> help me. <laughs> Have you ever lived a life where like everything looks okay? People are like, hey, you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. But inside it's like, help me. You're laughing because you know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about. I'm seeing some faces, yeah? Yeah, you know. Why am I looking at you? No reason. (laughs) This task is too heavy for you. You cannot bear it alone. Isn't that interesting? God will not give us anything that's too big for us. No, God will not give us any temptation that is too much for us to bear. But sometimes we put ourselves in situations where we need someone to say, this is too much for you, buddy. Let me give you some good advice. Number one, keep an eye out for Jethro. Do you know any Jethros? That's an old name. May not be a person. Maybe a situation. Maybe a moment. Maybe a statement. Maybe someone else. Maybe something else. Keep your eyes out for Jethro because he's going to give you good advice. Read this and listen to this, what I'm saying right now, God conscious for you. Because this whole picture, right, of the people, they're coming to Moses, they're looking for issues to be solved, but, and he was trying to do the best thing he could, the best way he could, but there was a better way. Who he thinks that Moses was like relieved when he heard that and... Yeah, there was some work to be done in setting it up because he had to keep a keen eye out. I don't think that happened overnight. I reckon there was a process that went through this and that's why, that's why Jethro stuck around for a bit to help him out through this process and actually teach him and, and remind him, remember, got to keep that keen eye out. What's, how did I say Moses in Moshe? Moshe, I think it was. Sounds better than Moses. Yeah, maybe that was another rabbit hole I went down. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, keep an eye out for Jethro. Because we are moving into a place, or I'm thinking church-wise now, so I'm skipping between personally and at God, and, and church-wise, kingdom-wise. I'm going to jump around a bit. Are you right to follow me? If, if you don't, that's okay. But I'm going to jump around. So in the church, we're moving towards this place that I know God is, is building us towards, and, and, we're, and there's stuff being worked out on the, along the way. Pastor Kylie will work it out in you. Just stick around for one of her messages. And she'll just like slap you in the face. You'll be happy about it. <laughs> That's praise God. It is a blessing. Let a righteous man strike me. It is a blessing. It is a kindness. So bring it on. Bring it on. So let's be God conscious through all this, okay, as we're working towards this position where, where God is going to be, we can't see it right now, but there's going to be a moment where we're going to be going, whoa, hang on a second. Because that's what happened in, in chapter 19 and 20 when they met God on the mountain. Did anything spectacular happen? When God showed up at Mount Sinai, I'll give you, let me help you with that. When God showed up at Mount Sinai, did he just pop in like a neighbor? Did he just knock on the door and say, 
Hey guys. Thunder and lightning, fire, a trumpet blowing louder than anything that people could handle. That scared people. And by the way, that trumpet was to say, it's okay, you can come up now. <laughs> righto, 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 righto. So, so we, I have seen moments like that in church when I've been growing up. I have seen moments where God is moving and it's like, whoa, stuff is happening. So we are leading into this again, people. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. So all the messages have been coming is, is a preparing. It's, it's, a, it's I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it because we're getting ready. We're on this journey and we're dealing with character. That's okay. That's okay. If it comes up, it's okay. Let's deal with it. Is that all right? Please. Please let it be all right for me to deal with it. It's all right for you to deal with it. Because when it comes up, that's when we see it. That's when it's time to deal with it. God conscious, not self-conscious. Oh, I shouldn't be like that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But maybe we didn't see it until now. Moses didn't see it until he got told by Jethro. Let's let those Jethro moments come along. Yes, yes, God. Yes, I'm going to be God conscious. Let's go. Let's go. Not self-conscious, God conscious. God is leading us to this place. He, I'm saying place because it's not a mountain. Although I love the, I love the symbology of it, the mountain authority, God resting his presence on it. There is a time of authority, like Pastor Kylie said, where we're going to be speaking with authority. We need to know this authority. And now is the time for us to learn it. Learn it. We've got authority. Let's agree with the right things. Can we, Adrian, can you agree with the right things? Agree with stuff that you want in your life, not agreeing with the things that you're like, oh, I shouldn't be, I, sh- I don't, I can't, I would. I'm speaking for you too. Right, so let's watch out for Jethro moments. I can stop now. That's basically my whole message. Is that not good enough for you? Some people are looking at me like... <laughs> okay, so I'm getting something out of this, even if you're not. That's fine. Um, Moses accepted this advice. He, there is more. Don't worry. There is more. I've got, I've got plenty more notes here. And this, this, my word, this was a pivotal moment for the nation. A pivotal moment. Because... Out of this instruction that Jethro gave him, this structural, procedural advice that Moses took on, it laid a foundation for the organisations later on of the tribes, of the kingdom. It laid a foundation for it. And it also, many of the laws of the covenant, the book of the covenant, worked in with this as well. So God is like dovetailing in instruction and learning when, for when he, they're on the mountain and, the, and, and Moses gets the, the covenant laws and rules. By the way, you know, um, what we say before, the righteous man, uh, that psalm, how he, uh, his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's the law of the covenant, by the way. It's not like the New Testament where it's great and God, Jesus is doing all these things. This is law but we can delight on it. How good is that? Even what you think is, is, to, is like a do this, don't do this, we can delight in it. That's how good God is. He makes a tough read fantastic. All right. No idea where I was going with that. Pivotal moment, right? Many of the laws of the, of the covenant. So the whole, the legal system 
of the nation was being worked out and being established in this setup. It couldn't, it couldn't go until this had been established. It was a gateway to where God wanted to lead his people. This right now, the messages and what God is doing in our lives individually and as a church is a gateway of where he's going to be leading us to that mountain, to that time, to that era. Just, that excites me. I am fired up by that. Maybe I'm not explaining as well, but that's okay. We'll keep going. But firstly, firstly, he, this is like the first step of it. It prepared a way for... <laughs> it prepared a way... I'm waiting for you to come back. Come back, come back. It prepared a way for Moses to be released onto that mountain. Now, you say, what do you, what do you mean by that? In Exodus 19... Verse 9, because um, Moses is up and down the mountain. Anyone read this part? He's like up and down the mountain heaps. Um, he goes up, he comes down, he talks, he hears from the people, he goes back up again, he tells God the thing. It's like he's this courier just going up and down. No one else could go on the mountain, by the way. If they did, they're dead, 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 shot with an arrow, thrown with stones, dead. Animal person, don't go there. But he's allowed to. Okay, it's funny to me. Um, he's, he's going up and down there and... Um, I was so caught up in the funny of that. I didn't read. Hmm. So 19 verse 9, God said to Moses, get ready. I'm about to come to you in a thick cloud. Was that where I was going? Doesn't matter. Let's go with that. I'm about to come to you in a thick cloud. Thanks, Ezra. So that the people can listen in. God says to Moses, get ready. I'm about to come to you in a thick cloud. This is the cloud on, on the mountain. Oh, I had such a good point about that going up and down the mountain. It feels like I've built up. Anyway, it was funny. It was so good. Anyway, it'll come back to me. I've, I'm having a Pastor Stephen moment. It's good. Um, get ready. I'm about to come to you in a thick cloud so the people can listen in. To me, this is really cool. And trust so they can listen in and trust you completely when I speak to you. That's the message version, but there's other, other elements say it very similar. So they can hear and trust you completely. So the people can hear and trust the leadership. So the people can hear and trust those in charge of them, that they're hearing from God as well. Listen in. The word is shomor. is to list, to hear, to listen to, and to obey. That's not just hearing, <laughs> yes, God, <laughs> I can hear him talking. I don't know what he's saying. No, they're listening in. So God's plan, I'm, I'm feeling this is God's plan to get them to the mountain and get them into that thick cloud so that they can hear what he's saying to Moses and be in on it as well. So when me, Moses says, remember, we're doing this, they're like, yeah, because we heard it too, Moses. We heard it too, Moses. So, so as the church, as a church, as God's people, we're hearing from God because there ain't no partition anymore. There is no mountain that we need to be scared of that we can't go up to anymore where we're going to be stone shot, thrown out, dead, dead. No, we can now come into this mountain, come to this cloud and hear from God as well so that we're hearing from the leadership as well, hearing from God's leaders. I know what they're saying because he's saying it to me as well. We're in the cloud. We're in the cloud. <laughs> oh, it's funny. 
And then Moses, re- so then Moses reported his answers back. There, it doesn't matter. That's not important. It's him being the courier. So we can listen in. We can be listening in on the conversations leading up, even to me speaking on Sunday. God speaking to you too, and you're like, "Yes, this makes so much sense to me. Yes, this is exactly what I. This is what I need. This is it. Let's go. Let's go." Of course it is. God is leading us to a place. This is a build-up, people. This is a ramping up. This is an escalation. Does anyone else see escalations happening in the world at the moment? This is God escalating. Come on. Let's be excited about this. You can agree with me. Let's be excited that God is escalating. Yeah, yeah, it's emotions. Yeah, okay. Okay, I get that. If you're not an emotionally demonstrative person, that's okay. I, I hear you. But, man, uh, okay, let's... Let's look at Exodus 20. Exodus 20, verses 18 to 21. I don't have that. Let's get my Bible. Bible. Let's look at what happens when God shows up and how the people responded in that. Don't mind me. I'm just finding it like you are. Or are you just going to look on the screen? Did I say 20? No, 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 I'm I'm jumping forward to when God is actually on the mountain. Um, It's just after uh, God has given the commandments to Moses. So verse 18, thank you. So just after you shall not covet. By the way, God wrote them on tablets of stone. God wrote them. And then Moses takes those tablets down and he smashes them. (laughs) God wrote them. And by the way, does anybody else here? Okay, so some vulnerability. I was talking to Leanne about this the other day. I kind of thought that writing on stone tablets at this stage in, 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 in human history was the only way they communicated. Did anybody else think that it was like chisel on stone at this stage? I know that we just read a verse saying write it on a scroll. That's why my brain went... But I thought they only used stone. Because I see Moses walking around with the stone tablets, right? That's the only way you could communicate with the written language. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was me. It was me. Again, this is for me. This is for me. That's okay. So verse 18. Thanks, John. <laughs> Just throw a rock at him. <laughs> what was that for? I was messaging you. So... Now all the people witnessed the thunder and the flashes of lightning, this is the Amplified, and the sound of the trumpet and the smoking mountain. And as they looked, the people were afraid. And they trembled and moved backwards and stood at a safe distance. Have you ever seen like a a volcano erupt? If you can see it, that is not a safe distance. Okay. <laughs> there ain't no safe if you're watching this. Okay. So then they said to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen. Oh, that's... That hurts right there, doesn't it? But do not let God speak to us or we will die. <laughs> this is also after the, the, the trumpet had sounded. They were allowed to come up onto the mountain. 
the trumpet had blown. Not a human, not a man-made trumpet. This was the trumpet of God. You can imagine an angel, they're just going, and not a, just a, <laughs> but generally God speaks to us through a drive. Okay, I'm going to wrap this down in a second. We're getting there, we're getting there. God is leading us to this place. God is leading his people to this place where they can worship him. This is a, a predestined moment where people were, were going to be able to meet with God and hear from God and not just rely on one person or a priest to tell them. Is they could meet with God. There was no separation between them and the presence of God. There was no fear of entering into the presence of God. Although they had fear. But for us, there is no fear now. Maybe we have fear, maybe you have fear of like, what's going to happen if I go there? Or fear that I have something in my life that I need to get rid of. That's okay, that's only part of the journey. You can just drop it. Forgiveness is there for you. Not shame, forgiveness, salvation and freedom. So they're there scared. And, and by the way, picture this, right? Mountain, fire, thunder, lightning, just screaming at you, I'm not safe. I am not safe here. I'm going to die. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> what happening? Meanwhile, Moses, it's okay. It's okay. Look, I see you're scared. I see you're worried. But don't worry. He's just testing you. <laughs> He's just testing you. He wants to know that you've got fear and reverence in you. A reverence that you will know who he is. It's okay. So whether... Yeah, I know, he's just screaming at them. (laughs) Please, come with me. He said it's okay to come with me. Come with me. Can you hear that in our leaders? Come with us. Come with us. Let's go together. Let's build towards this. It's okay if we've got a journey to get there. There's still a few more steps. It's okay if you're a bit scared. It's okay if you're a bit worried. What's coming is going to be better. Ooh, it's going to be better. Even though that's a massive mountain, that is a mountain of authority, which you can speak out of your mouth, and you might be scared because you think that God is all this massive. He is not. That is just to make sure that you have a reverence in your heart All right, God. All right, God. So we are building to a place. God, we. It's like the pastors are like planning all this in advance. God is planning all this in advance. They are listening and they are responding. And I'm so thankful for you guys doing that. So what is... Coming back to Jethro for a second. God is preparing us for a Mount Sinai experience, an era. So God brings advisors to his church. So God's been giving us structural advice on, on the leadership and how to, where, where we're to take the church and how it's meant to look. And it's unfolding as we go as the leadership. He's been giving us advice on how to change things so that we can move forward. So that as a church, we can move forward and that the leadership is shared. 
Because that's what it was said to Moses. Share this leadership. So it's released and we can all go and meet with him together. I didn't read it, but Moses said in one of the, I think it's 19, where he's talking to uh, the Aaron and that. It says, you go down and if anything happens, people can go to you. It's like he'd established an authority where the leadership could be shared and he could go to God and listen and then bring it back to the people. I know that's, that seems like the backward step, but it's, it's, this is where God is leading the church and us as the leadership of the church, where, where he's allowing things to be released, released, and the load and the, and the leadership shared. God brings advisors into your life individually and as a family to give structural advice on how to change things so that you can move forward and be released to meet with him on that mountain as well. So keep your eyes open for the advisors. Be God conscious, not self-conscious. God, I want to hear your advice for me. Your advice. And yeah, you may have to sift through that a little bit. You might have to get your little um, pan out. Get some water in there. See what isn't needed and what is real and what is valuable. Sift it out a bit. There's the goal. There's the goal more water wash it in the word there's some more gold oh let that out let that out yep that's part of the journey let it out this is for us individually and as families and as community wash it out let's get on the journey together so it's going to look like God's God's authority this 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 moment we're leading to is, is God's authority all, all over it. It's going to look like miraculous signs and wonders, the likes of which haven't been seen. Because it says the latter is greater than the former. Do you think that that mountain and the, and the, and the trumpet blowing and the lightning and thunder, did that just affect them locally on their edge of the horizon, you know, where, as far as they could see? That sound would have gone and travelled Some. People would have been speaking about that for generations. People are going to be speaking about this for generations. Where we are going. So so, so let's move in together, right? Let's move into that cloud together so that we can all listen in. We can all listen in on what God is telling his leaders and telling us all. Because Moses does this crazy thing. He sacrifices all this stuff and then he gets the blood. And, and, he, and as they're reading the, the book of the covenant, he's, he sprinkles the blood on them. He's, he sprinkles it on the altar, blood of sacrifice on the altar, blood of sacrifice on the people, consecrating them. We are consecrated by, by the blood of Jesus. So we can now go up to that mountain together. So I want to read to you a revised version as we finish of Exodus 20, 18 to 21. This is the the Adrian Testament. <coughs> wow, I nearly breathed that in. That was the message that Jesse said to me. What, what, what version do I call this? But I'm going to read it out to you. Now all the people, so this is that same stretch here. Now all the people witness. Okay, good on you, Jess. This is a moment, right? We're having a moment. Let's revisit that. 
that moment of getting to the mountain and the decision that the people had and the declaration that they declare with their mouth. But it's going to be different this time because it's us. This is us. Now the people all witnessed the thunder and the flashes of lightning and the sound of the trumpet and the smoking mountain. And as they looked, the people were awestruck. Though they felt affected by the sight emotionally, they determined in their heart they will not stand in the safety that distance provides. And a great fear it all fell upon the people and they said together, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And they chose to follow closely behind Moses. <laughs> come on, can you picture this? As he approached the thick cloud to where God was and they heard God say, what do you hear him say? Can you close your eyes for a second and just picture this? As we walk together into the cloud, the thick cloud of God's presence, of God's planning and His, His, His process of where He's been working us towards over time, He's been working out the issues of your life. As we walk together into this cloud and we hear His voice, we hear it clearly, you hear His voice. There is no separation between you and his voice anymore. That curtain has been torn. We can hear his voice together. Thank you, Father. God, I thank you for what you're speaking. I thank you for where you're taking us. We say, yes, do it. Do it, God. We determine in our hearts and our minds that we will follow you, we will listen, and we will walk in step with the path that you have in front of us. Show us the Jethro's, God. We want your good advice because it's beautiful. Thank you for what you're doing. And I just want to finish up by God, I, I declare that we don't have to be scared anymore. We don't have to fear the repercussions of coming into your presence. We don't have to fear the thunder and the lightning because he who is making those sounds is my Father, is Jesus, is the Holy Spirit. So thank you, God, for the signs you're gonna bring. We're not gonna be scared anymore. We partner with you and we say, yes, we will fear you in reverence, but not as though you're an angry person wanting to hurt us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.